all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. You know, today I actually want to talk about natural deodorants. You know, I have been in probably the last 10 years in search of the natural deodorant that doesn't leave me with what I call fire pits. I am one of those people that are sensitive to sodium bicarbonate that is in most of the natural deodorants um, to help control odor and stuff like that. And if you're not familiar what sodium bicarbonate is, it's actually baking soda. So I have tried so many products on the market and I just want to have a conversation about natural deodorants. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have similar issues with the natural deodorants. I mean, you Google it and it basically comes up, but today I want to discuss why we should maybe be looking at a natural deodorant. What are the harmful effects that people are claiming that are in traditional deodorant and you know, what is, what's the research tell us, essentially? Now, one of the biggest things I will say, and one of the things that annoy me the most when it comes to natural deodorants is the cost. You know, some of them are a few dollars more. Some of them are double, triple the price. I mean, they can get really pricey. And if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, you know this is a big thing for me. Because for me, I hate, when people say healthy is expensive. And it's something like this that the safer alternative is significantly more to where the point that a lot of people simply cannot afford it. I mean, we have a family of five people. Four of us are at the age that we need to be wearing some type of deodorant. For me to constantly buy $15 bottles of deodorant is absurd. Now, yes, I know there is cheaper ones and we're going to talk about them, but this is kind of the growing issue that we are having. And we have to be careful when we are with these products. And is it worth our money? Is that $14 deodorant really that much better than your three or $4 deodorant? When we look at traditional deodorants, some of the health claims that the natural product will tell you is coming up negatively for the traditional deodorant is aluminum. Now, aluminum is used in deodorant to kind of plug up your sweat glands so you don't sweat and you don't stink and all those kind of things, but it literally creates like a metallic plug, you know, because aluminum's a metal and it plugs up your sweat glands. And since so much of the breast cancer is found by the armpits, it has been kind of thought that it's the aluminum plugging it up that's causing the cancer. Now, when I start looking at the research, you know, it's just not totally there. It's not saying yes. It's also not saying no. You know, the thought process is potentially that, well, not potentially, the thought process is that the um, tissue by the armpits is a denser tissue and that's a better growth area for tumors and cancers and stuff like that. So there's that. They're just not really sure. There's been studies that have said kind of and there's been studies that say no. So to say that aluminum causes cancer, we we can't say that deodorant causes cancer. 
We just can't say it because we don't know. Now, just because we don't have the research on something doesn't say it doesn't cause an issue. Now, could there be a bigger issue because you are blocking those sweat ducts? Yeah, potentially. I mean, anytime you block something up, there's something bound to kind of happen, potentially, right? So the truth lies somewhere in the middle on this. Like, we're not really sure. We probably need a lot more research. And that's actually what one of the studies says, is we need more research. So there's that end of it. And then we look at the next issue that they claim is uh, phylates. And this is, they're kind of finding this to be a hormone disruptor. And again, this is where we need more research. We are finding that there is some kind of endocrine disruption with the phylates, but we don't know fully to what level, what's causing it. So again, it's probably an ingredient we probably want to be mindful to kind of steer clear of. Same thing with parabens that are in our deodorants as well. They kind of are another endocrine disruptor. And, you know, it's one of those things, if we can find a safer alternative, the safer alternative would be better. And that's really been my outlook on the deodorants right, is that the safer deodorants seem to be better because we're not really sure on the research. We're just not, the science end of it is not there yet. The natural health community will tell you, no, it's definitely there. But if we're looking at the science, it's just, it it needs more data. But like I said, it's not a bad idea to start looking for healthier alternatives. Now, a lot of the alternatives they use for odor in a natural deodorant is sodium bicarbonate. And earlier in the episode, I actually talked about my issues with sodium bicarbonate. And sodium bicarbonate is basically baking soda. Actually, if you Google on, um, uh, well, if you Google, there is a forum from MIT and it was an MIT graduate that basically was like, all you need is to put baking soda under your armpits and you don't even have to buy deodorant again. I was like, oh my God, if I did that, I would rip my skin apart. Um, so some people are very sensitive to sodium bicarbonate. But one of the things you have to understand with sodium bicarbonate is this is a very alkaline um, product. So it's one of the reasons why a lot of times we take baking soda for acid reflux or stomach issues. It kind of settles it down a little bit. When we deal with something like that, our skin really needs to maintain a natural pH level and it needs to retain that natural pH level because of protection, right? It, it has this natural skin protection and when you make something very alkaline, you're re- removing that acidic layer of your skin and its protective surfaces. So for me, I get what I call fire pits because they become extremely itchy to the point where it's like, they are literally on fire and I'm all red and it's just uncomfortable and it takes a few days of not using the product to clear up. So for me, natural deodorants have been difficult to find one that doesn't use that sodium bicarbonate. Now, there is deodorants out there and the natural deodorant realm is realizing that this is kind of an issue. So they're finding different alternatives, but just because we find a different alternative, doesn't mean that alternative is also safe. So that's something to keep in mind too. So I think you really need to do your research and you need to find out what works for you. 
if you don't have issues with sodium bicarbonate, and there's so many products out there that have lesser amount of sodium bicarbonates than others, because I've known just from my research and trying to find a natural deodorant over the years, sometimes, you know, I I get the irritation right away. Sometimes it takes weeks. I actually had one product that it actually took two, like, bottles of it before I started getting the issue. So I do know over time it just compounds and I start having that irritation as it's slowly irritating my skin. So definitely look at something. I'm actually going to look at Loom, I think is the latest deodorant I found. And it actually doesn't look like they use baking soda. So I'm going to try that. And for me, I do still search for a natural form of deodorant, even though the research isn't there, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And that's really where my stand is. If there's a safer alternative, I would much rather use the safer alternative as long as it's budget friendly. Like I said, having to buy deodorant for four people is is a lot. So I need to make sure that I'm having something that's sustainable for me to keep buying. You know, I can't go to the store every time somebody needs deodorant and be dropping $50 on like two or three things of deodorant because it seems that everybody always runs out about the same time. I don't know why. Probably need to start staggering my buying of deodorant so it doesn't happen. Luckily though, most of my kids, they don't have the issues with the deodorants I do. So they usually just get handed down, you know, we'll uh, cut the top off a little bit and then just hand it down to them because a lot of these deodorants, especially these natural deodorants, they're $10, $11. And um, I just can't throw it in the trash. You know, it's just something to look at. But definitely, you know, let me know if you guys have a deodorant that you really like and it's not using sodium bicarbonate, let me know because I would love to try something that works. Um, I just had Dove. Uh, Dove came out with one. It doesn't have aluminum aluminum, but I'm pretty sure it has um, the phylates in it and probably parabens as well. I haven't really totally looked because I was kind of desperate for a deodorant. And I've also found natural deodorants don't always work for all seasons. I have yet to find one that can hold up to a summer workout. So if you again have something that can hold out to a summer workout and is baking soda free, definitely go to the Facebook group let me know. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something and I look forward to talking to you next week. And don't forget to eat your effing veggies. Talk to y'all later.